Everybody, it is the morning after with Nick and Big J. My name is Nick. There's Big J. Here I am. Welcome to Monday morning, the 23rd day of September 2019. She's a busy one today and will be because today begins the X All Cash $25,000 Double Dare. Three times a day, every single weekday, 8:30, 12:30, and 4:30, we are going to play a little game that we like to call. Double Dare, bro. We'll get Caller X on the phone. You'll have a chance to win up to $200 cash. It's entirely up to you how much you win. If you get one question right, you get 50 bucks. Then you can go double or nothing for 100 And then you can go double or nothing again for up to $200 American dollars. Be warned, the questions, however, do get progressively harder as you go on. So you have to be, you know, figure out how confident you are in the particular category. By the way, a category you choose. You understand? Oh, boy. We'll give you two choices between two categories. The questions will revolve around those things in those categories, and you have to figure out which one of those is your stronger point. So there's some pressure on you, man. Yeah, you got to use, use your uh, opportunity wisely. That's right. If you get through, you better hope you get a category or a couple of categories that you feel confident in. And we run the gamut, man. We're not messing around. So... I say to the good luck, that's going to happen at 8.30 this morning. Sometime in the 8 o'clock hour, we are going to have an opportunity for you to qualify for Aftershock as well with a text-in keyword. You're going to want to pay attention for that. And then, of course, we're going to have some Ghost and Nothing More tickets for that show, which is now Friday, Big J. Get ready to live. Right around the corner, man. It is nuts. And speaking of which, Cardinal Copia is going to call into the show today. Tobias Forge, he of Ghost fame, will be calling into the show very excited for that and we'll also have tickets and i'm sure x session passes for our free x show which is happening on thursday the Coors Light corbin ford x session happening thursday at noon red light king and the free x show happening on thursday so it's a busy show how was your weekend big j uh it was okay i thought i was coming down with something but it turned out to be nothing what did it end up being nothing fatigue i have no idea did you eat something that put you off no I ate plenty of things, but nothing to put me off. <laughs> All right. Uh, you just, what, were you sneezing or stuffed up or something? No, I, like I said, I was super sore for no apparent reason. Oh, sore. Um, and uh, usually, uh, you know, your body gets sore sometimes when you're getting real sick. But now you're fine. Yeah. I mean, it's not like I did any exercise or anything. That's for sure. So, All you did was uh, recuperate and watch some football yesterday, right? That's true. Maybe that's what you needed. Some time off to relax. Well, let's get started with some important stuff, then you're up to date on everything Big J. It's the news! It's the news! Important stuff. On the morning after with Nick and Big J. This probably shouldn't come as a surprise to anybody. I'm not sure why it would, but, you know, big cities have a lot more crime than less populated cities. What? Yeah. Crazy, man. There's a new mathematical model that nails why that is. Northwestern University says that big cities have larger concentrations of both potential victims and breed a larger number of criminals. I had no idea. All this means is it's easier for a would-be criminal to find an accomplice in a big city compared to a small town. One researcher adds if you double the size of a city, you don't just double the amount of crime, you actually more than double it. The good news is the findings also suggest that big cities yield some positive things too, like more patents, more small businesses, and higher per capita income. 
So there's positive things, but negative things that go along with it. Probably shouldn't be a surprise that you can find accomplices in bigger cities. You know, more people. Yeah, you put ads in papers and stuff. I'm looking for an accomplice. It's more people. There's a higher chance of you finding somebody that is willing to do something really stupid with you. That probably shouldn't surprise anybody. But yet it is a thing. So if you're looking for an accomplice, aim higher. Head on down to Salt Lake or up to Seattle. You'll find one in quick. Yeah, move along the road, misters. <laughs> Might be too early to start making plans for Dallas on December 27th to watch the Cotton Bowl, but the Boise State Broncos are now in the driver's seat for an opportunity to play in the New Year's Six Bowl. Why they is that? Eventually, finally, thankfully. They uh, they ended up beating Air Force 30-19, to of course, on Friday night. They improved to 4-0 because of that. But then the number 15 Central Florida Golden Knights were also undefeated and were the highest group of five team in the country going into week four, but they ended up losing to Pitt. So that's it, man. Boise State now the highest ranked. They are ranked 16th in the AP top 25 and 15th in the coaches pool after their victory against Air Force. And that gets them the highest ranked group of four teams. So very nice job. It's about time UCF lost. That's right. It's been, it's been a while, man. I mean, listen, they were a very good football team. Well, I think they still probably are. Sure. Sure. But they slipped up. Watch so good, the fact that they're not uh, they're still in the top 25. Yeah, yeah. It so that's uh, that's a good thing for them. They didn't get uh, you know their asses kicked. They, they just ended up Not like they were Michigan. Right. Thank you very much, Big J. Well, Big J, uh, apparently we undersold and the box office undersold exactly how many people were willing to spend their hard-earned money on Downton Abbey, the movie. They're crazy. As it opened up in way less theaters than the other two big releases of the weekend, and they thought it would make anywhere between 15 and $18 million. And it sure enough went ahead and made $31 million at the box office this weekend. Uh, good enough for number one. In theaters, uh, Ad Astra, the Brad Pitt's uh, astronaut movie, ended up making $19.2 million. That's good enough for number two. And Big J Rambo Last Blood, uh, it made $19 million. Uh, that was good enough for it to open up at number three. However, uh, it does rank as the worst opening for a Rambo movie in the franchise. So uh, that I don't know if that bodes well for future. And I looked, I, it wasn't released internationally this weekend, right? Yeah, which is weird because Sylvester Stallone had did a, you know, he did a uh, an entire promo thing around the world. So maybe it's next week. I don't know. I don't know. It was just weird. I, unless maybe the numbers haven't come back. I'm not sure. Usually it, they're they're right on. But I was close. I said 20 million. You did. So you did. Uh, I'm not sure that's enough to keep it going. But uh, 19, good enough. It Chapter 2, number 4, 17 million, and then Hustlers also made 17 million, to good enough at number 5. So actually, all things considered, a pretty strong weekend at the box office. It was balanced out pretty evenly. I mean, but... were people getting dressed up when they went to see Downton Abbey? I have no <laughs> idea. I haven't seen a second <laughs> you... of this show. How do you turn that into a movie? I'm not sure. I'm not... It's working for him, though. So, you know, what are you going to do? Morning After with Nick and Big J. There's your important stuff for the 6 o'clock hour. And we're going to send nudes with you here in a few seconds. And then, of course, we have a little bit of Man Up Monday coming up. <laughs> Found out this morning that Sid Haig passed away at the age of 80. And so you guys voted for House of a Thousand Corpses as the Send Nude Song of the Day. Uh, I believe we uh, dug up the uh, podcast that we did with uh, Sid Haig right when he was a guest in the morning after. Is that correct? Yeah, back in 2013. Oh my God. 
Uh, so uh, is it up on the Morning After Facebook page? Yes, sir. Check it out for yourself if you want to take a trip down memory lane and check out our interview with Sid Haig from back in the day. He was a great guest and a good dude to have on, and so uh, we certainly wish that... He has a fantastic uh, trip up there in heaven because that's where he's going, Big J. You understand? Yep. As long as you are aware, then that's fantastic. So rest in peace, Sid Hag, at the age of 80 today. Happy to pay homage to him with House of a Thousand Corpses for Send Nudes. Morning after with Nick and Big J. It is Man Up Monday where Big J and I uh, dig through the Rolodex of our past and share stories of which we are not very proud uh, when it comes to doing manly things, and uh, this one <laughs> is my turn. Uh, I swear to God, I am going to make somebody rich uh, eventually undoing the work that I have done on the house that I have owned. Uh, because uh, it's just, it's this is something that is still there, and it needs to be <laughs> taken care of. But when we, uh, I, I'm not sure, I, I, I went online and looked at this thing. It's kind of like a... It's a common thing, and it's not like to the point where you need to call a uh, uh, a bug person to come out. But uh, it, we noticed that that every time it changed seasons, from like winter to spring, on the windowsills of the house, these little teeny tiny like brown bugs would be coming in on the windowsills, right? Yeah. And so it, 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 it normally was the the house uh, or the uh, part of the house that was facing when the sun rose. It was never on the sunset. It was only on one side of the house where these things would come on the windowsills in the bathroom and in the bedroom and in the laundry room were the three rooms where these bugs would would appear. And they weren't a ton of them and they would never leave the windowsill. It was just always really annoying. And so I looked online and it was like, well, uh, these are a particular type of bug and I don't even remember what they're called. But, uh, you know, you can you can do it this way. You can put basically like bleach on the windowsills and then they kind of stay out that way. Uh, but we have small children and I didn't want to do that. You know what I mean? Yeah. And so uh, I did, they, and they said the other way that you can do this is by taking some store-bought caulk and, you know, making sure you seal the windows super tight around the edges because that's where they get in. They're so tiny and small that they could get around that particular side of things. You use so, some caulk. Yeah, and I was like, you know what? I'll re, I'll redo the windows. Did, now, did you go go buy a caulking gun? Yes, I oh, bought a man. gun. I bought, That's the fun part. I bought the, the, the actual stuff that you needed to do, and I was going to line it up on the windows, and then I noticed a couple of them on the bathroom sink, so I'm like, you know what? I'm just going to redo the whole outside of the sink as well just to seal it up so these bugs don't get in. And I didn't do anything wrong. I did it. I mean, you really can't screw it up. You know what I mean? You do it this particular way, and you're able to to line it up on the the seams, and everything's okay. The problem is it just looks like a three-year-old did it. You know what I mean? You know, you see like yeah, somebody that professionally does this for a living, and it's all nice and yeah. smooth, and mine has got like and ripples. And it looks so easy when Bob Vila does it, right? <laughs> yeah. And I'm like, I've never used it before, but I'm like, how hard can this be? You just press it and you line it up against the seam. And sure enough, you know, it's all crooked and it's it, I've, I've got it all botched up. And so eventually somebody's going to have to come in and undo the crap that I did and redo it and reseal it professionally as it looks like absolute garbage. Especially like, I mean, I was running out of room. I can't get my fat hands behind the sink that I needed to go and the, the gun wasn't fitting in there. And so it looks really bad, like behind the bathroom sink. And I was just like, Ugh. and then worst of all, Big J, guess what happened the very next year? God, the, the, the bugs came back. The bugs are still there. It, it didn't matter not to them. You know, the, the best part too is, you know, you, you go out, you're like, oh, I'm going to get a caulking gun. You get all this stuff. You feel 
like a man. Yeah, yeah. You're like, I'm buying stuff. Oh, this is going to be great. I stopped at Home Depot. I was all proud of myself. I don't go there very often. I was like, yeah, all right, I got this. this yeah, this is how it, it's for us. For us guys uh, uh, that, that are professionals and know what they're doing, uh, or at least can manage things, this is us. This is how we feel when we go do this, and like then it's a disaster. Right. I mean, it got the job done for a season, and then it it, it it mattered not later down the road. And so I was like, God, what a what a complete waste of time. And it looks like crap on top of everything else. Another fail for me. Morning after with Nick and Big J. Coming up in a few minutes, your important stuff, if you don't mind. We'll also do a little bit of uh, We're Going to Hell action on the way. On the morning after with Nick and Big J. I, I don't know what it's like, but Big J, why don't you for a second tell us how difficult life can be walking through day by day being so amazingly handsome. How difficult is that for you? Uh, it, it's easy, especially when you cover it up with hair. Okay. And, and, um, bad scent. So I don't, I only shower once, two times a week. That's true. I can vouch because for that. Because if, if I, if I don't, then it's just like, I, I'm harassed constantly. Hey, but you found that your natural, uh, pheromones don't attract the ladies? Uh, well, I mean, I have to throw on stuff, uh, extra bad smelling things. Okay. Like I usually, I don't, I don't also with, with not showering only maybe once or twice a week. I also don't wash my clothes for like a month. Wow. Wow. It's brave, man. It's brave. Uh, and good looks are nice as Big J will tell you, but what people really want is someone who's kind. Swansea University uh, researchers polled about 27,000 people and found the most important trait they named when choosing a partner, especially long-term, was kindness. That's that's what ugly people say. They uh, they got they got to rank eight traits: physical attractiveness, good financial prospects, kindness, humor, chastity, religion, desire for children, and creativity. Chastity. Kindness came out on top. Now listen, don't get it wrong. Physical attractiveness was number two. And the money, good financial products, uh, prospects were number three. So in order of what people really like, they want to make sure you're kind. They got to be hot and you better have that money, bro. Yeah, see, that's where I I, I don't have any money. Uh, and coming in seventh and eighth where people don't really care that much about your religion and they certainly don't care about your chastity. So give it up and get it on. You understand? If you want a long-term relationship, you better start humping. Now you know. Hey, the Broncos beat Air Force on Friday, 30 to 19. They moved up a bunch in the polls this week. Uh, number 16 in the AP poll, 15 in the Amway coaches poll. They're now in the driver's seat as the highest ranked group of four team, which means they're on par if they could finish out the season and take care of business. For a New Year's Six Bowl, Big J, look out, everybody. Weekend full of football. Rams beat the Browns last night. Bills over the Bengals. Bills are 3-0, by the way, everybody. Dallas Cowboys over the Miami Dolphins. Kellen Moore and the Cowboys 3-0 as well. Packers over the Broncos. Colts over the Falcons. Kansas City Chiefs beat the Ravens. Vikings over the Raiders. Pats beat the Jets. Lions over the Eagles. Panthers beat the Cardinals. Giants over the Buccaneers. Daniel Jones in his first game led his team to a comeback victory. Uh, Saquon Barkley got a high ankle sprain. He might be out for a couple weeks, but not season ending. Texans over the Chargers, 27-20. Uh, 49ers are 3-0 thanks to win over the Steelers. And the Saints beat up on the Seahawks, 33-27. We got Bears and Redskins tonight for Monday Night Football. Good God almighty. 
I mean, ugh. They should be able to flex out every week. That's just bad. Yeah, news. yeah. Well, I mean, it would be tough. You can only have a couple good games a week. Yeah, but I'm. Mean, you know, wouldn't you rather have seen the Chiefs and the Ravens on Monday? Night I think football? you probably you could probably at this point put the Chiefs there. Uh, as flex every week. Yeah, like they should be a Monday night or Sunday night every week. <laughs> yeah, I agree. I agree. It's a good team to watch play football. Why not? I mean, that's what everybody wants. All the offensive fireworks. Fleabag and Game of Thrones were your big winners of the 71st Annual Primetime Emmy Awards last night. Uh, the Microsoft Theater in L.A. held the course for TV's biggest event. Uh, the party got started with a cartoon of Homer Simpson literally doing a face plant on stage. No host for this year, so they just kind of ran around. Uh, going in, HBO's Game of Thrones led the pack. It garnered 32 nominations. Next up was Amazon Prime's The Marvelous Mrs. Maisel with 20. Uh, all told, HBO snagged an amazing 137 nominations. Netflix nipped at its heels. Ultimately, Fleabag won big time. Uh, outstanding comedy series, outstanding lead actress for Phoebe Waller-Bridge, who kind of upset uh, Julie Louis-Dreyfus in the category, thinking that she was a shoe-in for the last season of Veep. But maybe people were confused because there was a hyphen in the name. Also won for Outstanding Directing, Game of Thrones brought home the gold to Outstanding Drama Series and Outstanding Supporting Actor. Uh, the HBO short limited series Chernobyl ended up triumphing with three awards as well. Uh, former guest of the morning after, Bill Hader, ended up winning an Emmy for uh, Best Actor in a Comedy Series for Barry. God, fantastic. he is very funny in that. Oh, man, the show's great. And then, uh, of course, uh, the other big winner was... Uh, Fleabag and uh, Amazon Prime, so they kind of went back and forth. Uh, I saw that Ozark won a couple awards, which is cool. Uh, I just finished that series uh, this weekend. It's so good, dude. It's so good. Uh, Jason Bateman didn't win, but the uh, gal who plays Ruth did, and she is fantastic. Does Jason Bateman get to win anything ever? I don't know. Uh, always a bridesmaid, never a bride, you know? He's just kind of carrying that series. Laura Linney's great in it, too. It's really good. You should give it a shot, Big J. No. Uh, well, you'll like it in five years when you find it. Thank market. you. Morning after. Nobody told me. With Nick and Big J, there's your important stuff. Hey, on 100.3, the X rocks. We are going to the UK for today's We're Going to Hell story. There we're going to meet a man named Trevor Smith. You, I'm sure, have encountered these things before. Um, you know... Cones, traffic cones, right? Oh, yeah, good old traffic cone. You know, sometimes they will uh, make sure that you are going the right way when there's construction happening on the street. Sometimes you'll see them as you're walking by some places. It's, you know, undergoing some repairs or it's trying to guide you away from a particular part of the area that's closed. Whatever the case may be. And I'm sure, you know, sometimes you've looked at uh, one of those cones and gone, man, what a pain it is. It's really screwing up my, my day. It's making me go somewhere I don't want to go. It's slowing things down. It really is not a good thing. And so I can understand maybe some animosity. Not necessarily towards the cone itself, but just for what the cone represents, you know? Right. Inconvenience. Disrepair. Out of no normal uh, circumstances. And so there's all these things. But not once. I can't imagine have you, Big J, looked at one of those cones and said... Wow, that's that's hot. Well, no, because it looks like candy corn, and that's gross. Well, uh, then you are very different than Trevor Smith. You see, Trevor Smith saw as he was at the uh, Wigan train station, which is a very popular train station apparently in the UK, and he was hammered, of course, as 
people tend to be hammered. And he saw one of those cones, and he was like, well, I'm going to make sweet love to that. Oh, man. It's... It's got to... Let's get it on. <laughs> let's do this. It's dirty, man. And so he decided to take down his pants, take down his underwear as well, and began thrusting against the traffic cone in front of God and everybody, Big J. Just giving it a good once over. When he was stopped, police noticed that he had dropped a white substance on the floor. Powder substance, Big J. Before you get ahead of yourself. Crazy. Uh, Smith did admit to police that he was definitely drunk. He also had snorted whatever white powder was given to him by friends to help perk him up. And so, at 9.30 at night, he was seen getting it on with this particular traffic cone. And that's never a good look. Police uh, said that they had that uh, Smith had white powder all over the lower part of his face and also uh, on the floor. Man, he was going full-on Scarface. Uh, when he did see police coming, he did do the decent thing and pulled up his pants, at least. He was like, oh, I'm going to be in trouble for this. I should probably zip up. He was arrested for possession of a Class A drug. And he was arrested uh, for pu public indecency charges as well. Smith, once he sobered up to his credit, expressed extreme regret and said he understood that people were very upset about it and he apologized profusely for his actions. He said he got too wasted with friends, snorted something he probably should have snorted, and next thing you know, he's getting it on with the traffic cone. Not his proudest moment, he said. He's very upset about it. So do you accept his apology, Big J? Yeah. I mean, why would you even apologize after something like that? Well, because probably it's not a good thing to have your name attached to the guy, you know, who humped a traffic cone in the middle of a train station. Like, nobody wants to be famous for that, right? Right. So maybe if he's trying to get a job or something, or let's say he's got a family. It's too late now. I mean, you may want to just go, hey, mea culpa. I'm sorry. Please. Forgive me. Please. We'll see what happens, but he's facing some jail time. A reminder not to make sweet love to any kind of cone, let alone a traffic cone. Certainly not in public. Morning After with Nick and Big J. There's your We're Going to Hell story. Tobias Forge, Cardinal Copia himself, next on the X-Rocks. Friday, baby, at Extra Mile Arena. That band will be headlining. Nothing more will be opening. Hopefully you have your tickets. If not, xrock.com is a great place to get started. To see Ghost, we will have a chance for you to win some tickets to that. Uh, coming up on the show a little bit later on this morning. But right now, it is an honor and privilege to open up the X phone lines and welcome back onto the show Tobias Forge. Back in the day, he was on as a nameless ghoul several times. Since then, he has been unmasked. He is the man behind Ghost. He is Cardinal Copia. He is all the Papa Emeritus's as well. And now he joins us on the phone to get you ready for Friday night show at Taco, excuse me, at Extra Mile Arena. Thank you very much, Tobias, for joining us on the show. I guess the first question is now that this uh, arena tour has kicked off, were you able to enjoy any kind of time off or anything like that before you went on this particular trek? Yeah, we, we get some time off. I mean, this summer has been quite loose compared to a lot of many previous summers where. We sort of more we do more consecutive sort of back to back shows, whereas on um, the Metallica tour that we're currently on, um, it's split up into four different legs. 
and uh, many days off in between. So it's actually quite touristy. (laughs) 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 The whole tour has been very nice. Makes sense. Tobias Forge of Ghost joins us. He, of course, is going to be in town with the band on the 27th of September, along with nothing more at Taco Bell Arena. Tobias, I remember this vividly. We had a chance to catch up with you backstage at Rock on the Range a couple years ago. You guys were fresh off the Grammy win, and we had asked if there was anything left that you wanted to do or another goal that you wanted to achieve. And the one thing that you said you wanted to do was to turn Ghost into an arena band and have a chance to play big, large arenas and really let the theatrics of the production kind of speak for themselves. And in that time, you've been able to do that. Has this this Ghost as an arena band uh, been the, the kind of thing, the kind of experience that you wanted it to be thus far? I think so. It was especially meant from a production standpoint. The Ghost Live experience is definitely based on, on uh, the production values as well as the music, of course, and the performance, but, but it definitely... The, the grander format definitely goes along with with my vision of the band. Many people t- tend to think that playing theaters, for example, is is more intimate, and that is true from a from a size point of view. That technically you might be closer to the stage um, and closer to the experience, and the and the seats are sort of it, it's sort of built in a way that everybody feels closer. So I love playing theaters. The problem with a lot of the theaters that we have played over the years um, is that it, it's seats. There's seats all over the what, where you'd normally want in a, a general admission floor. Right. That breaks up the the natural uh, energy of the show, in my opinion. All things considered, I definitely prefer arenas over any other medium because then you have a big show, but it's still somewhat. <laughs> you, 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 at least you can create some sort of intimacy. And having said that, also you have to bear in mind that we have now spent almost half a year uh, playing really big stadiums with Metallica. Mm-hmm. So for us, coming into uh, arenas, <laughs> that feels intimate <laughs> because it's way closer and, and, and more pushed together than some of these places that we've done with Metallica because that, that is insane. Uh, you know, we're certainly looking forward to seeing that huge show at, at here uh, in Boise. And, and you know, the, one of the other times, that, you know, the last time you had actually been here in town, uh, we had you come in and you did some uh, acoustic work here. And, you know, at the time, we were still uh, under the, uh, you know, hadn't had your, you know, your uh, person revealed uh the unmasked if you will and so we went to great lengths to protect that and now you don't have to worry about that and i wonder if are you able to have more fun with it because as a fan and as somebody who uh loves this whole thing and and just the i guess the visuals of it i'm still having fun i love watching the videos and uh the little sketches that they come out that the cardinal puts out uh are you having more fun with it now that it's maybe a little more relaxed Yes, I feel comfortable with the, the whole setup, for, for, for lack of a better word, yeah. I, I am happy there was somewhat of a smooth transition, and that what I said, you know, I've, I've, I've said many, many times, even back when I was not, quote-unquote, sort of out in the open, that uh, the day will come at one point when, because it defies gravity, it defies physics, that... It, it, that if you if you're in a band and you constantly want to make this band bigger, that does not go well with the, the idea of you wanting to be less known. Uh, it doesn't work like that. So I knew at some point there were there there, there like who I was, that were my name. That that's a fact that you can definitely find. But I definitely don't think that just because people know 
what GOAT is, uh, I don't think that people necessarily are interested in who I am. And definitely they don't, any person on, on the, this planet, every person on this planet that knows what GOAT is, even though if you, they like GOAT, I don't think that they know who I am. I don't think that they care. I will never, as a person, be able to overshadow what I've done with Ghost. So my job now is to do interviews and do it this new way, uh, but constantly make sure that all the, the, um, all the crafted bits, I mean, records, photos, episodes, what have you, shows, those are, you know, sticking with the script so that that will always be bigger than whatever I am, uh, you know, uh, asked to do as a, as a person representing the craft. But I don't think that, that that's going to be a problem, and I, I feel very comfortable with that nowadays. It's going to be great to have you guys coming through on the 27th. Uh, nothing more opening up for you. I've seen some of the production notes. The stage is going to look amazing at this place, and uh, we cannot wait to have you back in Boise. So, Tobias, thank you very much for making some time for us, man. We appreciate it. Oh, thank you very much. We're very much looking forward to come back. Thank you. Important stuff. Hey, what's going on in the news today? On the morning after with Nick and Big J. Getting good grades isn't easy for every kid. You're aware of this, right? Oh, yeah. And a new study finds that telling a kid, hey, sit down. You can do anything you want to do if you just try hard enough. That's a lie. It can actually make their grades worse. University of Edinburgh found kids whose parents tried to motivate them to try harder in subjects they struggled in did not improve their exam results. Experts warns that the steps being taken to improve grades, like introducing cartoon superheroes who love math, for example, is actually papering over big troubles in education. Ultimately, they say that while a positive attitude is definitely important, overdoing it might ignore the science that's proven people are gifted in different areas and topics. Researchers say that a growth mindset attitude suggests you can reprogram your brain. One study tested whether invoking a growth mindset would improve grades, and we found out that it didn't. So thinking positively and going, hey, just focus, try hard, you're going to do just fine. That's actually not true. Now, they also went out of their way to make sure that they stated that, listen, it's not just because some people are good at math and some people are bad at math. You certainly can improve upon things that you struggle in if you study hard enough and concentrate enough, but... Positive thinking and positive reinforcement isn't the only way to do that. Does that make sense? Yeah, totally. So, pep talks are good, but at the end of the day, essentially meaningless. Yeah, neither is lying to your kids. What do you lie to your kids about? Oh, you can do it when you know they can't. But I believe you hope that they can, right? Sure, you can frame it that way. Go, man, I hope you get this, but I know you're not, probably, because you're not good at this. Well, I'm so not... <laughs> Focus sure. on you getting married to a rich person. Here's 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 what I think. Positive mindset may not work. Negative most definitely does. Yeah, just give up. Why bother? That's definitely a way that they're not going to get good at something, probably. Unless they absolutely hate you and just want to prove you wrong in every stand, every well, stance that, that's that you a good take. way to go. When my oldest was very young, <laughs> always the, wanted to prove you wrong. She was a, she was just a sucker for the reverse psychology. There you go. Look at her now. Might be too early to start planning for the Cotton Bowl, but you know what? Boise State kind of holds their their own fate in their hands after beating Air Force on Friday evening, 32-19 on the blue. The Broncos watched the Central Florida 
team lose to Pittsburgh on Saturday. So that meant that the Golden Knights are now officially out of the top slot for the group of four. Broncos now control their own destiny, moving up a bunch of slots in the polls, up to number 16 in the AP poll and 15 in the coaches poll. So we'll see what ends up happening. So if they win out and win the Mount West Conference Championship, they'll be at a New Year's Six Bowl. What do you think about that, Big J? It's cool. Not bad, right? we gotta, we got to win the games now. That's right. Just win, baby. Rams, Bills, Cowboys, Packers, Colts, Chiefs, Vikings, Patriots, Lions, Panthers, Giants, Texans, 49ers, Saints, all winners yesterday for Week 3 action. We got the Bears at the Redskins wrapping up the Monday night slate for the week four. We have still got a bunch of undefeateds and a bunch of never ones, but there's good. If you are a fan of Netflix's Glow, the female wrestling drama, it will be returning for a fourth and final season. Allison Brie, uh, Betty Gilpin, and Mark Maron are all set to return. Glow has earned 15 Emmy nominations and was inspired by the wrestling show of the 80s. The third season bowed last month, and so now they're going to get one more season to wrap up the storytelling uh, in 2020. So already, Big J, the Netflix series Glow has lasted longer than the Glow television show did back in the 80s. Sure. So congratulations. That's got to be a win, right? Glorious ladies of wrestling. Morning after with Nick and Big J. Coming up in a few minutes, your first chance to win money in the all-cash $25,000 X Double Dare. That is coming up. Don't forget your text word coming up, too, and Pop Culture Smackdown. We're getting busy. All right, here we go. It's your first chance to win some cash, courtesy of the Morning After with Nick and Big J. And on the phone with us is our contestant. His name is Jason. Jason, good morning, man. How are you? Great, man. How are you doing? We're hanging in there, brother. Congratulations for being Caller X. Big J is going to give you a couple of categories. We have three questions in each category, so you need to pick which one you think is your strongest suit, okay? All right. Good luck. All right, uh, the categories are questions about The Simpsons or questions about action movie franchises. Oh, man, The Simpsons, I guess. (laughs) First question's worth $50, Jason. Good luck. (laughs) The Simpsons famously live in what city? Akron. Akron, Big J, is that correct? It is not Akron. Jason. What the hell, man? Jason. Akron? Jason. Jason, this is not how we wanted to start off. Oh, boy. The X-25,000 double dare. <laughs> we did not no, uh, start off. LeBron is from Akron. Yes. Uh, is not on the range is at, right? No, it's not where Ark no. of the Range is at either. That's in Columbus. But yeah, you're in the right I'm, state. I'm, I'm, Technically, um, we'll but, save all these questions. Uh, good, that's, we're gonna. Yeah, Jason, we appreciate you giving the effort and coming through and being Caller X. At least you got that far, sir. Man. Thank you very much for playing. Your next opportunity to actually knock this out of the park will be with Jason Drew at twelve thirty, and then of course it'll happen again today at four thirty for the all cash twenty five thousand dollar double dare. The point is to win money, guys. We want you to win money, please. Yeah, yeah. listen. If you want to hear somebody get questions wrong, wait for Pop Culture Smackdown, and I'll I will show you how it's done. That's right. Uh, which is happening next, by the way. It's coming up on the X Rocks. <laughs> On the morning after with Nick and Big J. Yeah, and we have got a heck of a prize package here for you this morning. Uh, we have got our tickets to Ghosts. Of course, that show coming up here Friday at Talk or uh, Extra Mile Arena. 
and we, we got this an amazing opportunity for you to get in and meet Ghost. You also uh, have a chance of winning a grand prize on top of that, which is to go on a tour of the production of everything that goes on before the show and get up on stage with a picture. It's going to be really cool, so we'll get you set up with that. Uh, we also have tickets, Nick, to Haunted World. Hey, now. Get out there and have some fun. Uh, it, it looks like it's just going to be uh, another amazing season for Haunted World out there. We'll also get you tickets to our free act show, which is happening Thursday at the Knitting Factory. It's a lot of stuff. It is. It's quite the prize package, if we're being perfectly honest. And you have a chance to win it all if you can defeat Big J in Pop Culture Smackdown. Here's your phone number, 208-287-1003. Let's get somebody on the phone and have a run of things. Hello, the X. Hello. Good morning. What's your name, please? My name's Shannon. All right, Shannon, you are up first. Shannon, which Queen song mentions a scaramouche, which is defined as a cowardly person or a weak man? Bohemian Rhapsody. That is absolutely correct. Right. Big J, what is the name of the very first Harry Potter book as it was published in England? You just did this to save time, didn't you? No, no. I know what it's called. You know... I've never read any of the Harry Potter books. Uh, Harry Potter and the Wizardry. Wrong! You've seen all the movies, and that's not one of the movies, right? <laughs> I, you know how many movies there are? There's like six or seven of them. Well, there's eight. Okay, there's eight of them. I, you think I can remember all... I didn't want to even watch them. I was forced to watch them. But you liked them. What's your problem? Yeah, I mean, it wasn't torture. It wasn't like a streaming dumbass situation. That doesn't mean I know the names of the movies, for crying out loud. Well, there's eight. You think you at least... No, no. Register no, one. No, no. I think Deathly Hollows is one of them. Uh, it is. It's the last two of them, actually. Uh, Harry Potter and the Sorcerer's Stone. Does that sound familiar? Right. Sure. Because that was the first movie and the first book as well. Uh, congratulations, Shannon. You got yourself tickets to Ghost. You're qualified for that tour backstage and to meet the band. You're also going to go hang out to Haunted World and the Free Hex Show on Thursday. It's quite the package. Hang on one second. We'll get everything that you need and make sure you're all set and good to go there. We are going to do a run of headlines coming up here on the X. Headlines brought to you by Team Mazda Subaru. Go Team Mazda is where you can go for your next new or used car adventure. They've got a full listing of their used and new car inventory on there and even payment calculators to figure it all out. So check out Team Mazda's website, GoTeamMazda.com. Headlines are as follows. Big J Construction Junction. Go to sleep or uh-oh, Big J. Uh, construction Junction. Are you impressed by big pieces of machinery doing oh, very detailed small things? I am then you might want to check out the Backhoe Challenge event in Pennsylvania. It was held Thursday night. It was held in Newton Square, and it featured competitors facing off in three events that required operators to manipulate very heavy vehicles with great precision. Now, first, they had to move three bouncy balls from the top of traffic cones and drop them in a small bucket using only a backhoe. Next, they had to use the spoon attached to a backhoe to lift an egg from a sand mound and place it on a bale of hay without breaking it. And finally, they had to pour a bottle of wine attached to the bucket into three wine glasses, spilling as little as possible. A winner was crowned and people were ecstatic. Watching the video right now. It's amazing. What do you think? It's amazing. Pretty impressive, right? Yeah. Not bad. Good job, backhoe challenge. People can do amazing things with those. Listen, man, it it is a talent, without a doubt. I mean, there are certainly people that understand how to operate them, but uh, when somebody uses it, it's almost like a damn opera. You understand? 
I he uses mean, it right. Right, yeah. It's, I mean, it's, it's just like this uh, this crazy thing that's doing these very intricate and detailed things. It's pretty cool. I worked with a guy, uh, well, I mean, I, uh, way, way back when I was still in high school, uh, I uh, volunteered at a camp up in uh, McCall, and over the summer they were doing some work on, uh, on, on, on the camp itself, and so he was out there in one of those bobcats, right? Yeah. He could make that thing dance. He's like, hey, get in and try it out. What a mess, dude. <laughs> you just, rolled it. Oh, no, no, I didn't roll it, but I just, I thought I was going to get sick because all I was going, I was just like, oh, man, that stuff's sensitive. <laughs> Go to sleep or uh-oh, Big J? Uh-oh. Big J, complete the whole headline. Uh, listen, Rambo Last Blood is the fifth movie in the Sylvester Stallone-led franchise, and uh, a lot of people are hoping it's that it's the last movie in the Rambo franchise, including... Big J, David Morrell. Does that ring, name ring a bell to you? Yeah, yeah. The guy who's barely written a hit book. He has created. Yeah, I know that guy. The creator of Rambo is livid. Uh, of course, uh, Rambo Last Blood disappointed a lot of critics. Uh, some people found it offensive, while others called out the excessive violence and the generic script. And now the book's author and creator of Rambo has chimed in, and he is absolutely not jumping to its defense. He says, quote, I agree with these Rambo Last Blood reviews. The film is in a mess, embarrassed to have my name associated with it. And he wasn't content with stopping there as he later expanded on his disappointment. And he said, quote, I felt degraded and dehumanized after I left the theater. Rambo could have been called John Smith. There was no connection to any of the other films and the film wouldn't have changed. He says it assumes the audience is familiar with Rambo's background, but anybody under the age of 40 would have no idea what on earth is going on with those tunnels or why they're important to him. Terrible movie. End tweet. Big J, how say you? Listen, what he says there at the end is is somewhat kind of the assessment that we came up with. Yes. Um, And so I I get that. But if you put in context with the whole series, it isn't as bad as he says. But listen, dude, you killed off the guy in your book. Yeah. What are you complaining for? You got five movies out of this. Oh, no, he's still cashing the checks. Make no mistake about it. But, uh, yeah, he's not hes not exactly happy with where the franchise went, I guess. My kid sent me that story uh, via text, you know, and you should have seen my rant to her. It's like, I don't think he's uh, written a book that's gotten any notoriety since. Wrap it up with Go to Sleep. You've likely heard that the blue light emitted by your phone and other electronic devices with screens can potentially make it harder to fall asleep at night. But now, Oxford University researchers say it's not so much the light... But it's the amount of time that people spend on their phones that could ruin sleep quality. Uh, apparently, the amount of light you get from screens is relatively low, but for most people, it's not going to have a big effect. It seems likely that the light effects versus the alerting effects of these devices, meaning keeping your phone on dark mode or screen filter won't really help anything. It's the fact that when it vibrates or goes off, you feel the need to touch it and check it out and make sure you see what's going on with the phone that's keeping you up. So keep your damn hands off your phone. If you want to get some sleep at night, that's the way to fix it. Morning After with Nick and Big J. You're up to date with everything. Some bad impressions are next on the X-Rock. Bad impressions. So far, I'm not impressed. Morning After with Nick and Big J on 100.3 The X. Tell you, this week we're swimming in riches. Uh, we have for you tickets to our free X show with Red Light King. That's happening Thursday night at the Dating Factory. Opening up is Zach Lopez and the Cartel. You've got uh, Ghost Box. Devil's County and the Fets will get you in here to see uh, the Red Light King live doing an acoustic X session. That'll be a lot of fun for you. And get you ready for the Boise Philharmonic. They're bringing the Star Wars Enterprise. Oh, I didn't mean to say oh, that. Oh, no. Oh, no. What? Oh, no. Star Wars, Saturday, October 5th at the Morrison Center. 
get a choice of your showing early in the afternoon or late at night. Empire Strikes Back is what you wanted to say, right? No. I meant to say Enterprise. No, you didn't. 208-287-1003 is the number that you need to call if you would like this prize You're going to have to earn it today. We're going to go through a few callers. I know it. All right. Big J says you don't have what it takes to win bad impressions. Let's see if you can prove them wrong. If you get it right on the clues that he has provided, then you are going to go to a bunch of things and have a good time. Hopefully, let's get to the phones. Good morning, the X. Hey, guys. What's up, man? What's your name? It's Wayne. Hi, Wayne. I played author Miles Finch in Elf. You know, the little person who beat up Will Ferrell. Uh, next. I drink and know things. Uh, next. I just won an Emmy for playing Tyrion Lannister in Game of Thrones, and I always repay my debts. Uh, Hello? Yeah, I'm not going to He's yelling in the warehouse. Peter Dick Benchley. <laughs> Peter. Who? <laughs> Benchley? Benchley. No, Wayne, that's no, not correct. No, no, no. Thank you. I thought he was going to get it right, and then he went ahead and didn't. Hello, the X. I mean, real close. You had another 30 seconds. Hey, good morning. Good morning, man. Did you hear the clues, or do you need him again? Yeah, I'm going to go for Peter Linkage, I think. See? Or something like that. <laughs> You are the ultimate I decider. I, I mean, okay, it's close enough. He is, he is an angry elf, so we got to get over that. Yeah, yeah. Peter Drinklage. No, Dinklage. Oh, Drink- Jesus God, everybody. Oh. Hang on one second. We'll get your Dinklage. <laughs> information. Uh, why is Peter Dinklage in the news? He won an Emmy last night. Yeah. For playing uh, Tyrion Lannister. Yeah, and he also shows up in the Between Two Ferns movie. Did you see that over the I, weekend? I did not. I did not watch it over this weekend. Uh, I did. So uh, hope, maybe I'll just do that for streaming, dumbass. We won't even worry about it. No, you won't. But we'll see. So that sounds like a, he's he's going to be in the Wild Bunch. You oh know, yeah, they're remaking the Wild Bunch, so I can't wait to see that. The Croods too. He's got a lot of stuff going on, but I, I highly recommend if uh, you haven't uh, seen that yet. Is the Knights of Badassdom such a fun movie, man? Yeah, it is, and he is is fun in it as well. So yeah. happy uh, Emmy to Peter Dinklage. He's won a couple of those for Tyrion Lannister, if memory serves, right? I don't know. I think he has. But either way, another one never hurts. We're gonna come back and we're gonna wrap up the show. That's happening next on the X Rocks. <laughs> That is corn. You'll never find me here on the morning after with Nick and Big J. And it's going to wrap up the old morning after for this Monday. Busy show, man. Thanks to uh, our friend, Cardinal Copia, better known as Tobias Forge from Ghost, for swinging by the show this morning. He's going to be in town with his band Ghost, along with nothing more at Extra Mile Arena, coming up Friday evening. We'll be broadcasting live from backstage there with a couple of interviews again with Tobias and Johnny from Nothing More going to be popping by too. So that will be cool. You can grab your tickets for the big show at Extra rock.com or continue to listen to win yours had a chance tried to get somebody some money today for the all cash twenty five thousand dollar x double dare did not go as planned no it didn't got the first question wrong so uh next chance to play it will happen at 12 30 with jason drew 4 30 today with adam as well but we did get somebody qualified for aftershock today yes yes we did so there you go there is some good that came out of today as well big j that leaves you with the floor sir yeah let's do some sweeping Sweep that floor. You can talk about whatever you want. Played the uh, Call of Duty Modern Warfare open beta over the weekend. Cross-platform play, Nick. Couldn't tell if I was playing against somebody else from, like, PlayStation or PC or whatever, so it didn't go the way I thought it would. Why not? 
I don't know. It's just I don't. They didn't. Uh, you know, uh, the, the, like they showed the Xbox users, but all the other users all had. They didn't have an identifying thing. Does it matter? Uh, no, not really. But okay. it would be cool at least to to know. You can party up and stuff with your friends um, on PlayStation as you have their ID and stuff. I guess, but okay. But that it, it, does it go live with the game? Well, yeah. Or were they just beta testing it just to see if it works? No, I mean, we'll that's going to be a main feature for this uh, for this game. And right. so that's going to be a, a strong selling point, I think. Enjoy it if you like thanks, it. Thanks for letting that happen, PlayStation. Morning After with Nick and Big J. Uh, Jason Drew, he is up next. We shall see you tomorrow. Have a good one. It's the X-Rocks.